0: Six thirty, Chad. This morning podcast with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre.
1: Uh, you know what I love about sports is the are the stories behind the athletes and the and the games. I'm not a stats guy. You know, I, I listen to I listened to Stoffery last night in the pregame show, and he's got all these numbers in his head, and I'm like, oh, that makes zero sense to me. But That's why when they you call him tell a, SpongeBob, <laughs> but when and for other reasons too, um, <laughs> he lives in a pineapple under the sea. Um, uh, I, I like the stories behind mm-hmm. the athletes, how they got there. You know, you told the story about Chris Knobloch, and of course, he—he, he, you know, he's missing all of these firsts in his in his family life because he had to pick up quickly over the weekend and uh, you know move to Edmonton. And you had a, a chance to have a deep dive with the Elks' new quarterback, and not find out about you know his his passes and his receptions yeah. and those sort of things. I guess he doesn't.
2: We know he's good at football, right? We already yeah. know that. We so. already
1: know that. Uh, but, but what about his life and who yeah. is this guy?
2: And, and he's married to a, uh, a, a he, he, she's working in Hollywood. She, she, she writes for a show Iron Heart on, uh, on Disney Plus, which is coming oh, out okay. soon. Uh, and he'll, he'll talk about that coming up here in a second. But yeah, I had a chance to talk to him this week. It was, it was kind of neat. Uh, he just dropped his daughter off at, uh, at school and he was uh, pulled over in a parking lot on his phone. And, and uh, uh, we did it on, on Zoom and had a chance to, to talk to him. And he's so excited. Uh, about uh, about getting back to the CFL and and coming to Edmonton, I he, I asked him about playing at Commonwealth Stadium, mm-hmm. and he remembers a few games here. But more than anything, he, he's really excited to get to Edmonton and make Commonwealth Stadium his home.
0: Just remember, liking the stadium, um, heard great things about the facilities, and, and just really excited to make it feel like home. You know, when you when you get. Um, New, used to a new stadium you find all the ins and outs and the feels for it and and when it becomes familiar it you have a, a sense of calm and so just i want to get into the stadium get a feel for it and throw as many balls as i possibly can to be as, as comfortable as i can in that venue uh how early you're coming up have you made that decision yet uh, probably into training camp we'll, we'll push that because because of my family and my uh, my daughter and my wife and those obligations i have to them i uh, probably won't be until training camp but i'm very excited to get to know edmonton um, I want to know the restaurants, I want to know the places to see, I want to know those sites, so I want to get to know the people and, and the area of Edmonton around it as well, and um, it's important to become a part of the community, you know, so um, I'm excited to get up there and to learn a new space and a new stadium and a, and a new team.
2: You mentioned your family, your uh, wife and a daughter, and you're, and you're living in, in L.A. because your wife works in Hollywood. Tell me a little bit about her, and and, uh, and the she's doing a bit show, writing for a show
0: on Disney+, Plus, Correct. She has about seven jobs right now. So there's only about a half of one that I can talk about. She's a phenomenal talent. She's an artist through and through uh, spoken word is by trade done plays on Broadway, um, then got into television and movies in the last about 10 years. And and she's a wanted commodity in Hollywood. So it's a, it's a wild, wild world, Uh, very, you know, kind of analogous to sports in some ways. Uh, But she just picked up her seventh job. So uh, she's a busy woman um and she's on multiple projects um she's she's a screenwriter by trade that's kind of her tag but she's more than that she's a artistic director she's a cultivator of space uh she's an advocate she does a lot of a lot of different work and and uh she's gonna have a long long career so <laughs> we're in it for the long haul and i'm here to support her in any way i possibly can
2: So she's busy right now. Uh, That makes you kind of uh, a stay-at-home dad while you're working out and getting ready for the football season. Uh, That must be pretty cool for you, too, to be able to spend so much time with your daughter.
0: I absolutely love it. My daughter, Aziza, is the coolest person I've ever met. So no offense to anybody out there in the world, but I I know the coolest person in the world. And she just turned three on December 30th. Uh, she has a really small learning group community of about nine friends. So I, I go there and I teach them s- some running techniques and some. I hang out with her as much as I possibly can just because she's a, a fascinating person and she's at that age of three where she's an absolute sponge. So it makes me very cognizant of what I say around her because whatever she, I say to her today is coming back for me tomorrow. And it's just a really fun process to see someone come out so uniquely themselves and then develop on a daily basis and just soak things up and transform and truly blow my mind on a daily basis. So I'm very lucky to be able to hang out with her on a daily daily basis.
2: Now, what's the situation going to be when the season starts? Are they coming with you for some of the season or are you coming
0: by yourself? Obviously, it's going to be tough, I imagine, for your wife to, to leave. Yeah, we're still working that out and we're eyeing out the details. And it's, it's a, it's a big reason why, you know, I wasn't able to play CFL ball last year is because that wasn't possible because we didn't have a school setting for my daughter. And because there is some sort of school setting and some sort of support there, um, it, it looks like majority of the time I'll be up there by myself. But I do want them as much as possible. I'll come bring them up on weekends or whatever I can possibly do. We're still developing that plan as we speak. Um, it's very much a collaboration. But uh, because of the resources here and because of that school community, um, it looks like the majority of the time they'll be down here. But we're still developing that and, and we're going to map it out you know, day by day, week by week throughout the season.
2: Talking with Elks quarterback McLeod Bethel Thompson, uh, who uh, signed a contract with the Elks uh, uh, last week, uh, how was that process? Was it a long process? Did you get it narrowed down to where you where you wanted to go quickly?
0: You know, the, the, knowing having a, a relationship with Jay Jack and and with Coach Howell, and, and um, that was you know kind of in the works for a, a while. You know, having known them from Toronto and, and what they went over there, so. Um, but in terms of the process of getting to know coach jones and and g roy and 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 the rest of the staff it was um it was a it was a a number of months process and it just felt like they continued to show up in all the right ways and and say all the right things and and believe in me as a player and, and really wants to build something that i believe in which is changing the culture um you know it's a culture of 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 being a complete player and being a complete person. Uh, I think the first thing we got to talk about is, is how do we pick up our trash? How do we leave a field? How do we leave a locker room? How do we respect people around the organization? How do we respect their fan base? You know, that's how you build a winning organization. And, and the, the, the more they said that, the more they preached that. It's like, this is the place that we can, I can leave something there, you know, because I won't be there forever, but I can, I can join a, a young roster that has a lot of talent and we can build a winning culture and the CFL is a better league when Edmonton is a good team, um, and so I'm I'm really excited to get to work and to build this thing brick by brick, and truly focus on the process of of getting a winning culture back in the Edmonton locker room.
2: You talked about some things there, You're like quote picking up the trash and how you leave the field. Uh, how the little things are important, aren't they? And I mean, that's how you build it, as you as you just talked about. Uh, the little things are probably more important than a lot of people believe in this kind of an atmosphere
0: you can't you can't control winning and losing you can't control the, the bounce of a football it's it's not a circle right it's an oblong shape that bounces this way and that way and you can't control 12 bodies working as one you can't control referees you can't control the elements you can't control so much so to to try to focus on that is futile um you got to focus on the process you got to control what you can control and how you can control is making sure that each individual is dedicated to perfecting themselves and and to handling their business and doing their job to the highest level. And so if it's a little thing like leaving a piece of the trash, someone else is gonna pick up that piece of trash. So you just made more work for someone else. But if you handle your business and you clean up your locker and you clean up everything that you do and how you move and, and how you operate in the world, then the whole burden for everyone becomes lighter. You know, it's, it's the analogy of everyone pushing the sled. If everyone's pushing as hard as possible, everyone's job of pushing the sled is easier um and so when you create that type of culture and there is a mass that's the beauty of football that's the beauty of when there's there's collective bodies are working for a unified goal and they're willing to give of themselves for the man next to each other anything is possible and that's the magic of football and that's why i play the game and that's the type of environment i want to be a part of
1: Wow, he sounds like he's going to be a fantastic influence in the locker yeah, room,
2: and loves to talk. You can tell, which is uh, which is great for the pregame show. Also, great for the Elks this week, which will return to the airwaves on six thirty, Ched tomorrow morning, nine thirty tomorrow. Our first episode uh, of the year, McLeod Bethel Thompson. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna split the interview I did with him this week up into two parts. So we'll hear part of it tomorrow and part of it next Saturday. G. Roy Simon will also be. Our guest tomorrow, uh, he'll talk about McLeod Bethel Thompson a little bit as well. But uh, yeah, he's uh, the best word is just talking is very cerebral. Like I mean, he's just about he, to say he that he thinks he thinks everything from all directions. Right? I remember having a conversation with him probably about four or five years ago in Toronto, and I walked away from him thinking, man, that guy's deep. And, and
1: uh, I asked him what what degrees does he have? What education he has? And you said he's still going to school. He's still
2: going to school now. Uh, he, he told me before we started the interview this week about it and, and I think he masters in education I think uh, but he's still going that, to school that's a, now that, that
1: but he you know, rings true after
2: listening to that yeah but yeah he's so he's a guy who wants to improve himself and I think more importantly yeah. the thing that I really like about him is he wants to make everything around him better like he said mm-hmm. I want to bring the culture the winning culture back to Edmonton I want to Edmonton's a better place uh, the CFL's a better place when Edmonton's doing well so he wants to restore things here as much as he can and uh, he's, he's got a great attitude uh, he wants to help Trey Ford become a better player he wants to help the team win again he wants to you know and he said like i want to come to the city i want to enjoy it i want to find the restaurants i want to meet the people yeah. i want to be immersed in it so yeah
1: well his beard game also on oh, point that's, that's strong that's Quite yeah, the ha- facial hair that's, he's that's, got.
2: That's lumberjack style, yeah, for sure. Uh, n- n- nicely groomed as well, so it's not messy. But I mean, uh, it's 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 big and bushy for sure. Oh, so, it definitely yeah. is. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to converse. I, I get to talk to the quarterback before every game uh, for our pregame show, mm-hmm. and I am looking forward to uh, talking that's, with him it's because gonna be uh, some
1: great discussions. He's, he's for got sure.
2: some. He's got some interesting perspectives. Going
1: to keep on you on your toes, Morley Scott. Yeah, he, he will
2: indeed. Die. The Elks <laughs> this week for this season debuts tomorrow morning at 9:30 here. on on 6.30, Ched. You'll get it in podcast form after that. But uh, yeah, every, every Saturday, 9.30, uh, leading right up to training camp. So as I like to say, just around the corner.
1: I love it. All right. Thanks so much, Rolly. That was a great conversation.